This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's turn our attention to Oregon. The Ducks. Win total eight and a half at BetMGM. Right now, the over juice minus 130. The under plus 110. PJ. How are you feeling about the Ducks? And be careful, because Trista Crick is listening. Is she? Yes, she is. <laughs> She's going to get you if you talk too good about All the right, Ducks. All right, Trista, I'll try and be nice. Well, no, she wants you to be rude. She hates the Ducks. Does she? Yeah, so you well, start complimenting uh, them, it's over. Well, I don't think she knew until the other day that Bo Nix was their starting quarterback, but now she knows that he comes over from Auburn. I, I can't believe he transferred from an Auburn, Auburn. Do you know that he was named Bo after Bo Jackson? I did not know that. Like, he's been an Auburn lifer, grew up wanting to play quarterback. He achieved that. But his relationship with Brian Harson was so bad that he had to transfer. Finds himself at Oregon, and he's going to play for first-year head coach Dan Lanning, Lanning, who comes over from Georgia as a defensive coordinator all those years with Kirby Smart. So Knicks will be the quarterback in the at receiver. They get a couple of transfers: Caleb Chapman from A and M, Chase Coda from UCLA. They also have some young sophomores that are really, really good. But their O-line, Quentin, one of the best in the country. They have five stars. Remember, Mario Cristobal was the head coach of this team, former offensive lineman, and he just did a phenomenal job. He left Dan Lanning with a great O-line. TJ Bass, one of the best blockers in the Pac-12, he's there. Steven Jones, Alex Forthsight, Ryan Walk is an all-star guard. Um, So they got prospects all over the board. Running back room, they lose Travis Dye to UFC. So they're going to have a three-guy committee. Noah Whittington, who's a transfer from Western Kentucky. Marquise Irving, who comes over from Minnesota. Brian Caldwell. So they'll be trying to fill the mix there. The O-line, though, is the strength of the offense. And then defensively, man, this team, Justin Flo and Noah Sewell. Remember those two names for Justin Saturday. Flo. I like the names. When actually. you're watching Georgia-Oregon, one of the best linebacking corps in the country, those two guys, that one-two punch is ridiculous. D-line is also great. At Georgia, we know they had a great front seven when Dan Lanning was there. They have another great front seven this year in Oregon as well that Dan Lanning's going to get to work with. But, Quentin, you know, the schedule is interesting. So we're looking at eight and a half is the number. I kind of lean over when I look at this schedule because Eastern Washington's going to be a win at Washington State, home against Stanford, at Arizona, that's four. And then at Cal, at Colorado, home against Washington, that's seven. Those should all be wins. So then we just really need two more wins in the other five games. They're play against Georgia, obviously, this week. Probably going to be a loss. Then they're home against BYU in week three, home against UCLA in week eight, home against Utah in week 12, and at Oregon State in week 13. So three of their toughest five games this season are actually at home, which Mm. is huge for them. They don't have to play USC this season, which is big. So I kind of lean over with this team. Bo Nix, he'll drive you crazy as a fan. But at the end of the day, he really does tend to make winning plays uh, for the most part. And he tends to make them in big games. I know he's fired up to play Georgia. He faced them 
a couple times when he was at Auburn. And I think he's going to love the rivalries against Utah and UCLA and flourish in those. Give me the over on Oregon Q. That's the way I'm leaning. I know it's a minus 130, but I think the way the schedule plays out, it's very favorable. And uh, those kind of toss-up games, I think they're going to win a couple of them. So give me the over on Oregon. Oh, PJ. That non-conference schedule is tough. It is. Open up against Georgia, BYU week three. I mean, you host Utah in the third week of November. It's a Pac-12 title game rematch. I don't know how I feel about Oregon this year, PJ. I got to see it to believe it. I will lean the over, though, with you. Everything that you're saying makes a ton of sense to me. But it's going to be a it's going to be a little it's going to be a sweat, I think. I I need somebody to talk like some real sense to me for Oregon this year because I think they're also going through a little bit of an identity crisis. So many things has worked for this team as Tennessee just dropped a wide open touchdown. What the heck is going on? So many things so many things have worked for this team in years past, but now I don't I don't know if Oregon really knows uh what they love to do. I I would stay away from their win total. I will lean the over, but still, I think that non-conference schedule is really going to be tough for them. And I'm just not convinced of all the talent in the world. And I know Ant- uh, my guy Anthony Brown is gone. That looks like an incomplete pass there for Tennessee. But yeah, I'm not, I don't have strong feelings about Oregon this year, PJ. Not a ton. Not a ton. So if you like the over, I'm supporting you and your endeavors, of course. I will, <laughs> I will always lend a listening ear. But I don't feel great about Oregon this year. Nothing really wows me. And that schedule doesn't uh, give me a bunch of confidence, which is what I need to bet them on either side. I know we're going to talk a lot about the Oregon-Georgia game tomorrow as well. And I know a lot of people kind of think Oregon's going to keep it close, but I really don't. I don't think they're going to get, I I I really they're going to get rolled. You know, you know how Saban, whenever he plays his assistants, he always blows them out of the water. And Kirby Smart is the ultimate Nick Saban assistant. I think now that Kirby Smart has won a national title, he's built himself a powerhouse at Georgia. I think when he faces his former assistant, it's going to be a little more of the same. I think so. I think it's going to be out the water, when man. he sees coaches that he used to uh, coach with, former coaches, I think he's going to blow them out. And I think it starts on Saturday. As you should. 